Hey everybody, welcome back. Joe here, along with my co-host Todd, my brother. What's up, brother? What's going on, everybody? And we got a uh, special guest today. Why don't you introduce yourself, special guest? Go to him. All right. <laughs> well, anyways. <laughs> so our special guest. Joe Tory. <laughs> our, spe- our special guest is our dad. Todd Sr., Todd Curry Sr. The original Todd Curry. <laughs> Happy to be here. So, uh, welcome. Welcome to the show. Happy Let's Go here. Yanks podcast. It's great to follow Joe Torrey on the third podcast. It's great. So, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> so, um, Todd, why don't you start off here? We'll just hop right into the episode. Um, why don't you start off here with, uh, you said you had some news around the league. Just a little bit, yeah. Trying to keep up with, um, oh, before sorry, sorry to cut you off in the MLB. No, before, uh, before you go ahead with the news for all those, for all those, uh, faithful listeners, I got my truck back. I think I mentioned it was broken down the other day, so it's back, it's running for the most part. So that's good. Good. $900 later, so better be freaking running, but, um, anyways, so yeah, I got it back though today, and uh, Anyways, that's I just wanted to let, let everybody know, so I'm doing good. Um, AC still doesn't work, but today was actually cold. Heat doesn't work either, so I was freezing. But uh, story for another time. Tato, take it away. Back to All right. baseball. And, well, I was just going to say, from what I hear, you're recording from that truck too, right? So it's worth it, the $900. Yeah, my, yeah, my it's my actually studio. my uh, recording studio. Yeah, very high class 2014 Silverado, the best you can get. No heat, no air. So well, my truck's got heat and air. I'm talking about my room. When were you talking about your room? I'm saying, okay. So in the last pod, I said that my room didn't have AC, and it was I was sweating balls. And then so oh, I was letting them know that, still, that my room still doesn't have AC. It doesn't have heat either. So it's been cold. You were talking the about news. the truck. My trucks, my truck has AC and heat. It just didn't run. Now it runs. It's still got AC and heat. Or yeah. So I don't know where. Before Anyways, we, before we all perish in this pandemic, how about we start with some Yankees trivia? All right, all right, go ahead. Let's hear right. it before the news. Let's hear who it, Dad. Only person who was the only person in uniform other than himself for Derek Jeter's first and last game in the majors. My bad. Only person in uniform. Joe Ooh. Girardi. Tano. Does that count if he's the manager? Like, does he is that uniform? In uniform, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say Joe Girardi. First and last game in the majors. That's a good Actually, one. I don't know if that's true. First, um, last, first game of the majors, last home game at Yankee Stadium. Last home game at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> Just on yes last night. Um. Hmm. Specifically, home game. At Yankee Stadium. Rhymes with Top Gibraltar. <laughs> Didn't help me. Buck Showalter. Buck Showalter. Wow, that's interesting. His manager, and then he was managing against them for the Orioles. And okay. The last home game. Okay, nice. Okay. That's a good one. I'm stumped on that one. Joe Girardi was a good get, good guess, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. So, 
yeah, just a little bit that's happening around MLB. The London series was canceled. There's supposed to be Cubs cards this year. Um, I think June 13th and 14th, and they went ahead and canceled that. Um, Cheerio. So, Cheerio, I hope you like <laughs> British accents as much as you like Midwestern accents. Just don't even get me going on that, Tyler. <laughs> Redcoats. Um, <laughs> they're as wor- almost as bad as – they're probably worse than the Red Sox, but they're all up there. So, <laughs> so that's kind of, kind of a bummer that the London series is canceled was – Fun but weird last year with the Yankees Red Sox. Um, but on a positive note, uh, minor leaguers are going to be played paid through the end of May. They'll get paid four hundred dollars a week, um, which for some of the guys is not bad. The minimum for Class A was two hundred ninety a week, and then it's about five hundred the weekly minimum for Triple A. Um, so that's good for those guys that they'll be paid through May um, falls in line also with a report that minor league salaries are going to be increased um, to about that 400 weekly $400 weekly minimum in 2021. Um, so I guess they're just kind of doing that now to help the guys get through. And I've seen some teams are trying to support their minor leaguers, um, especially guys who are like from other countries and stuff and don't have a place to stay over here, different things like that. So, yeah. Um, Any other updates or was that about it? No, that's, that's not really a whole lot going on now. No, we got to get into some Yanks stuff though. Yeah. There's not, I mean, it's tough. There's not a lot. Obviously baseball's not being played for any of you who haven't followed the Instagram. Let's go underscore Yanks on Instagram, give it a follow. Look out for uh, daily content, content, daily polls on the story. Um, check out the stories posted me uh, playing some MLB The Show 20, hitting a uh, walk-off grand slam with uh, Aaron Hicks. But uh, that's about as close you're going to get to real baseball, so enjoy. Yeah. But uh, well, let's get into it. So today's episode, really, we're doing a little, a little throwback. That's why we got the old man throwing it back a little nostalgia but you know i mean it can be modern players too but we're doing top five favorite yankee players since the year you were born so they had to have been after had to have played on the yanks after the year you were born in order to be on your list not on the year right that's uh confused by that when i read it after the year you were born. okay so honor honor after honor after okay thank you Okay. Oh, shoot. Now my <laughs> All right. Got it. So do you want to kick it off or do you want to throw yeah, it? Yeah, I'll kick it dad? off. I'll kick it off. I'll kick All it right. off. So, I mean, the first two are kind of gimmies. I know we talked about it a little bit, but I had to have them on there. They're kind of gimmies. I'm sure they are your top two, and you might have had another five, but Jeter and Mo. So Jeter, Derek Jeter, Mariano Rivera, one and two, right, or two and one, however you want to. Uh, either one of them. I would say, honestly, I don't know, that's tough, but who who over Mo or Jeter, who I would take as my one, but both of them, both of them up there. Um, then I got the postman, Posada. Nice. Jorge Posada. Bringing in at number four, I got Hideki Matsui. Oh. 
throwing it back to is do you like Hideki or Matsui better? Right, little granny, <laughs> granny, not thinking they're different people, but they're the same guy. Granny Jill, yeah. Who do you like better, Hideki or Matsui? So, anyways, then my five is uh, CC. I had to uh, throw a uh, starting pitcher on there, and also I love the energy, big guy. I was, saw a video of him the other day when um, I think it was Kittridge or however you say his name on the Rays. It was I think it was last year. Through like CC like skimmed out. Uh, some guy's knuckles earlier in the game, like hit by pitch, but it was like a skim inside fastball. It skimmed his knuckles. Dude was fine. Next inning, freaking Kittredge throws a high four seamer right at, uh, right over, uh, what's his name? Uh, Romine's head. Right. So right. this was the game that if CC hit that innings limit, he would have got like a $500,000 bonus or something. Uh-huh. So if he had hit if he had hit seven innings that game, it would have been like however many innings that season, and he would have got that bonus. But instead, CC get you know takes him out in that inning, first batter freaking nails him, taking a stand first team, things like that is why CC makes the top five for me, and uh, nice. that's what I got. So, all right, solid. You got a few guys from my list, but um, no, those are those are all great choices. I like CC brings it a little closer to the present too for the Yanks too. So solid lineup there. Dad, what do you got? A couple repeats. Mariano number one. Okay. Right. Best of all time. Can't beat him. Unanimous. Gentleman. Good family man. Then I got number two, Thurman. Awesome. Number fifteen. Opposite numbers of one of your guys, I bet. Mm-hmm. I got Derek in the third slot. Then we have Donnie Baseball, number four. The single season hit leader for the Yanks, 1986, 238 hits. Little known fact. Jeez. And then number five, Roy White. Roy White. Who was actually number six on his uniform. Yep. He's also a single season leader in Sack Flies, 1971. Nice. With 17. All time record for the Yanks. It's that. It's. Solid RBIs right there. And Roy White handed me my first ball I ever got at the stadium. I think I was nine, eight years old, sitting uh, pretty close with Granny Phil in left field. They came over, he caught the last out of the inning and flipped it over to me. That's great. What was that, uh, 1925? 26. 26. (laughs) Then I got a couple honorable mentions. Yeah. That I get in. You got to get in Mick the Quick. Love make the quick. The original number two, Paul Blair. And then the Warrior. Who's that? Paul O'Neill. Yeah, there you go. And the Rocket Man. You can't can't leave the Rocket Man. <laughs> so that's ten of nine, actually. But anyway, top five. Mariano, Thurman, Derek, Donnie Baseball, Roy White. It's awesome. It's a great list. Todd, before you go. I just yeah. want to throw in like one or two honorable mentions since we're doing that now. <laughs> so, now I didn't mean well, to change that... the simulcast. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got um, Guardy. Okay. Don't even say Talkman. <laughs> <laughs> Guardy and I'm going to have to go with uh, hmm, this is tough between Bernie and O'Neill. I'll throw both of them on there. Bernie and O'Neill, nice. There's your whole list. 
Yeah, no. Um, All right, Tato, bring it up, bring it in the rear. So, I've got Bubba Crosby. Um, I don't have that many that haven't been said already, um, but I'll just say say my list anyway. Um, And we're pretty much in lockstep on some of this stuff, which is great. Um, So, I didn't put Mo and Jeter on there um, just because I felt like. I don't know. Everybody around our age should have Mo and Jeter on their list, in my opinion. Um, so I didn't put them on there so I could get a couple more guys on there. But number one for me, far and away, um, after those guys is Bernie Williams. I just always loved him growing up. I loved the way he played, um, the fact that he was in center field, that he was a switch hitter, um, and just played his whole career with the Yankees Um, had some of his best years too. When I really started watching in the late nineties and early two thousands. And I get that they were slightly different by a couple years and Bernie didn't play past 2006, but um, bothers me a little bit that Bernie's not part of the core four, but I guess you could say that about a lot of guys. Um, so anyway, yeah, love Bernie. Um, then after that, I had Posada and Matsui, um, just like just like you did, Joe. Um, and Posada just, I mean, he was a rock for the Yanks as a backstop there for like 18, 17, 18 seasons. Um, and I remember with Granny Phil, too, when we'd be watching the games, always yelling, hip, hip, Jorge. Um, another one of our favorites, um, and Matsui too, just another guy who played hard. I was looking it up in his first three seasons. Um, he played every game in each of those seasons. So, um, it's tough. You know, I was looking up that, looking at him last night. Yeah. It was one season he played 163 games. <laughs> I saw that. I couldn't figure it out because <laughs> the Yankees only played 162 that year. You saw the same yeah, thing? I saw that too. Right. I didn't look too far I'm not crazy. beyond it. I just summed it up into yeah. he was playing every game it's plus weird. one, like giving 101%. Um, but I think stuff like that with people our age too really does endear you to the fan base, just like a guy who's out there every day and produces well. Um, Matsui lost the rookie of the year in 2003 to Angel, maybe Angel Baroa who ended up having a not really special career, but played a season with the Yankees somewhere along there. But Matsui's numbers were a lot better, so I don't know. I don't know what almost happened. Almost like, uh, like Andujar, got... almost like bringing it into modern day, almost like Andujar losing the rookie of the year to Shohei Otani. Yeah. He's going to go nowhere. That really grinds our gears. Um, so anyway. Just because he can pitch and hit. I mean, he's got talent, but. Right. Do one and do it good. Right. Um, Instead of doing both mediocre. Anyways, <laughs> I'm with you. So those are my top three. Then after that, I have Alfonso Soriano. Um, thankfully, I can get one in that somebody hasn't said so far. Um, but I just remember loving watching him play. Um, he got traded away for A Rod, unfortunately. Um, and he's kind of in cool company. He started, played a couple games for the Yankees in 99 and 2000, um, but really 
came on in 2001. That was his official rookie season. And he finished third in the rookie of the year voting behind Ichiro and CeCe. So kind of cool stuff there. Yeah. But, uh, um, and I just remember he used to have that huge bat um, and I just loved watching him hit too. So he was another guy kind of like Andujar who did the infield to left field thing. We'll see how that goes for Andujar, but Soriano made it work. Um, So two things. Two things. So the first thing before I forget or before I forget. So my buddy who's a Red Sox fan told me this conspiracy theory rumor. I'd never heard it before. So I'm going to ask you guys that. And maybe it's just a Red Sox thing. He said maybe it's just because of the rivalry. It was something that Sox fan said. I'd never heard it. But that Jorge Posada used to take a piss on his hands before every game. I'm dead serious. I'm not making this There's up. no longer a rated G show. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've lost that Going before. Going over to task number five. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have you guys heard that I, rumor? I don't know. I, I've heard people say that before, but I never really took it seriously. I've heard people say that about, like, Posada, guys who didn't wear batting gloves. Like, Posada. What is average? Black. First at bat of every game and see if it was better than the other one. Uh, yeah. I mean, if he... If he makes it do that, I'm about to start doing it and try to walk on. I don't know. What what's the conspiracy there? <laughs> that he used to, that he did that that he that he did That's it. Like, <laughs> but, but I don't understand what's it's what it's a conspiracy uh, of. Well, moving on. Number five. I didn't so, finish yet. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I had Bernie, Posada, Matsui, and then my number five is Wade Boggs. Um for some okay. reason, I loved Wade Boggs. He played most of his career with the Red Sox, actually, so watch out. Um, but he was just a great, great hitter overall, uh, Hall of Famer, and he played from 93 to 97 with the Yankees. Um, maybe it's because he was riding that horse after the 96 World Series when I was just starting to watch baseball, so maybe that memory stuck in my head, but um, I think I probably just heard about him and they probably talked about him a lot because he was such a great player at that time. He played the hot corner, third base. So um, fun fact about Boggs. Yeah. Fun fact about Wade Boggs. Supposedly. <laughs> supposedly. It's another conspiracy theory. <laughs> I think this is confirmed, but I don't know. It's pretty, chicken it's pretty far fetched. No, 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 no. Uh-huh. Well, that's I've heard that maybe. I don't know. But this one. <laughs> So supposedly on a, uh, I think it was when he was with the Yanks, on a cross uh, cross country flight to like a West Coast to like Cali to play a, a West Coast series, he had he drank like fifty something beers on one flight cross country, or I mean, they might have had like layovers, but on one trip beer. to the West Coast, he had fifty beers in a day, and then he played the next day and went two for three. Nice the man could freaking hit. So you know what's interesting is we all mostly pick career Yankees. Yeah, except for I think CC, Boggs, and Soriano. Yep. Um. So. Um. Also, I said it on the uh, Instagram page, but um, on the post, 
I was just that reading Joe yeah, that Roy White had six toes. So there you go. This is turning into a conspiracy <laughs> podcast. Right up, that's right up my alley, so don't get me going. But um anyway, so on the on the uh, Instagram page I said we'd give a shout out on that picture I posted. Yeah. Telling our followers to comment their top five players. So I think I think we're in agreement on this, but I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to our cousin Johnny Bellucci. That's where I was his at. Top, his yeah. top five list of yep. Derek Jeter, Mariano, Bernie Williams, Matsui, mm-hmm. and Gardy. Yep. Yep. So, honorable mention to my buddy Nick with the most interesting list. <laughs> um, he, uh, it's a joke in case anyone takes it too seriously, but Starlin Castro, Matt Holiday, Russell Martin, Ching Ming Wang, and Raul Abanez. Nice. Uh, yeah. We were talking Chen about Ming though. Wang, not Ching Ming Wang. Um, <laughs> was me, a legitimately know. good pick for a little while. You so remember Raul yelling Ibanez. at him when he we went to see them play in Baltimore, um, <laughs> and he I was guess. warming up in the bullpen, and you were yelling, "Hey, Wang!" <laughs> Still can't get his name right, but nope. I really think we should do a show where I just come up with a list of names and you pronounce those for like <laughs> ten minutes, and then that's that's the episode. So, um, oh man, oh Raul Banyas, but me and my buddy Nick were talking about that after he, you know, posted that as a joke, and yeah. Raul Banyas had that game in the ALCS, I believe, against the Orioles. In what year was that? Eleven. Could have been. No. Could have been, right? Anyways, I don't know the exact year, but ALCS against uh, the Orioles. I don't know what game it was. Maybe five or six. It was at Yankee State. Oh, six. Yeah. Yeah, ALCS. So there's – I'm confusing myself here. Whatever game it was, whatever year it was, it was the ALCS against the Orioles. I'm going 2012. 2012. I like that. 2012 ALCS against the Orioles. A Rod was performing poorly in that whole like playoff, and it ended Dunk. up that he it it ended up that he uh, he had been injured. So not to not to his fault. He actually had a serious injury. I forget exactly what, but it was I forget what inning it was. But they were down. Yanks were down. I think just by one run, and or maybe two. And there's a man on, but they pinch hit a uh, A Rod or they pinch hit Amanias for A Rod. That's so the righty matchup, Joe. That's a good so, one. The guy batted four forty four that series. So who? Abanias. So Abanias comes up to the dish, pinch hitting for a Rod, one of the most prolific power hitters of the two thousands. Can't argue that. Um, comes pinch hits form in a playoff game, and first pitch cracks one over the crushes one, I should say, over right right field wall. Uh, to tie the game, then later on comes up to bat again and walks it off. Dang, same game. Nice, so that's good stuff. Raul Banyas had his moment in pinstripes. I would say that was definitely the the highlight for okay. him. All right, good. If we have like one hit moments, we could put that one up there. Yeah, one hit wonders. That's a good one. Yankees cameos or something. Um. So we got a couple questions. 
Uh, awesome. Shout out to another one of our cousins, David Bellucci, brother to Johnny Bellucci. Um, but he had uh, he had a couple questions for us. And if you guys, if anybody listening has questions, follow us on Instagram. Let's go underscore Yanks. DM us your questions to be potentially featured in the next episode. Right. Probably pretty likely featured because we don't have a lot of following yet. So please do that. If it's a wise question, I might not feature you. That's all I got to say for that. But Yeah. Um, well, if you give us some jacked up list that has Matt Holiday and Russell Martin on it, <laughs> we're not going to feature so, you. So anyways, the, the first question is who – is the most valuable Yankee MVP of 2010 to 2019 of the 10s that decade, who this past decade, who is the most valuable Yank? Who do you got? I have to go CC. I mean, I think he was around for the whole decade. So that helps. But um, I think him coming over helped us for sure win the series and just, I think from there, I mean, it was he's probably one of the most memorable Yankees, I think, of this decade. Dad, who do you got? I think CeCe's a good one. I kind of like Tanaka. Okay. Nice. But um, CeCe's definitely probably got better numbers for that period of time, being he was there the whole time. Tanaka's good, too, though. Um, I'm going to say... Can't discount Gardner, either. Yeah, I was going to say for me, it's between CC and Gardner. I think CC probably takes it for me. Um, dude, obviously coming over in the offseason of 08, going into 09, and then winning, not single-handedly, but being a large contributing factor to that that World Series So in 09. So I'm going to say CC, Gardner, runner-up, though. Yeah, for me. Um, yeah, I think you got to have both of those guys. I mean, just with their length of time on the team being there for the I whole mean, decade, right. that kind of puts them ahead of anybody else. Being there for the last World Series, the last World Series, the Yanks won, being there for the most, the last three years where we've gotten close, um, due to a little bit of cheating from the teams like the Astros, uh, we haven't gotten it and other factors, uh, but, um, you know, we'll see where the future takes us. Guardy's still with us right now. CC unfortunately didn't get another one. Should have had one this year, but you know he pitched uh, till he pitched another another thing about CCY. I'm a big CC guy. Um, literally threw until his arm gave out in the playoffs. I believe he was throwing, and I think his shoulder separated, and he still threw a couple pitches after that. And then they had to come out and take him off the mound. Se- separated shoulder. And this guy, and I've had shoulder issues, and I can't. I got that's grit right there. So that's something to be said for that. So for CC, so yeah, um, yeah. I think the 2010s have kind of been a weird decade for the Yankees. Um, I think we're since like 2017, we're entering and now in kind of a nice era with like a consistent team to be excited about and a lot of homegrown guys and stuff but really yeah just kind of some weird years in there too um yeah in some interesting decade. players yeah. that we had yeah. on the team yeah for sure. um i mean one this is i mean this is kind of funny but many people forget 
that this past season, 2019, we had Kendrys Morales on the team for a short period of time. Oh, I didn't forget it. A tried and failed experiment. Um, you know, not trying to talk smack on on him. Ah. You know, he's a uh, he he made it farther than most people ever make it in in ba- their baseball career, but he did not do well for the Yanks. I think he batted like one eighty in his time with the Yankees. So All right, taking shots at Morales on this episode. <laughs> so moving on, though, second question: um, our predictions for the most valuable Yankee for this upcoming decade. So, and I'm hoping it's a decade full of rings, wins, and I don't know what else, but who's, who's our most valuable rings, wins, and health. Um, health. Yeah, there you go. Dad. That's a tough one. Um, I like, uh, Torres. If I had to pick one guy that I think will, be great as long as he stays healthy and stays on the team. Yeah, that's a great pick. I should really start going first because all my lists are getting snatched here. Um, Todd, are you going with him too? I think Torres is a great pick. I could throw another one out there. Um, I mean, just go with your gut, baby. If you got Torres, you got Torres. Torres is my guy, but just so – to throw something else out there and hopefully this doesn't take yours. But I think as a Yankee fan, you've also got to hope this is the decade of Cole because we've got him for pretty much the whole decade um, and paying him a ton of money. And if you have him at the top of your rotation going strong for a bunch of seasons, that'll really be a great, just a great thing for the Yanks. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm going to have to go Torres, too. I can't sway oh from that. Um, None of us is going to go judge. DJ, DJ. I mean, I think it could. I think it could. Okay, it could be Judge. It could be LeMahieu even. Guys but I think the field. Yeah, I mean. Right. I'm, well, Judge hasn't been as. I mean, he's had his injuries, but he's played more games than people think. If you look at every season, I mean, he hasn't played under 100 games. So in his three seasons, so I mean he not he's had his injuries, his fair share, but he's been healthier than say Stanton or Ellsbury, obviously. But like, you know, um, I'm gonna have to go with Torres too, simply because um, he's got he's got he's got a lot of freaking skills. I mean, he's not the fastest runner, but he's got he can hit for contact, hit for power. He's a solid defensive player. Maybe not the best in the league, but he's solid. What is he, 23? Um, he's 20, 23 or 4? Yeah. That's, a, that's another thing. So this decade's over. He could still be at the tail end of his prime. He could still be 34 yeah. and still, you know, Gardy's what, 38? Right. You know what I mean? And he just had one of his most productive offensive seasons. So we're talking about Torres at 34, who's who's definitely has more talent than Brett Gardner in many ways. You know what I mean? So I think that's like just the safest bet because, of you know, Judge will be 38 by the end of this decade. So he'll be, if he's still playing, he'll be at the tail end of his career as well. I think Torres will still have years left after that. And he'll still be at in, you know what I mean? We're getting his full prime right in the heart of it. So, yeah, I just think that's the most logical. I think it's the safest, but I also think it's just, I think that's, 
probably what's going to happen now. Who knows? You know what I mean? You never know what's going to happen in baseball. So, right, could be it could be Andujar, it could be Cole, it could be a number of people on the team. There's a lot of a lot of potential. It's just a matter of who can stay healthy. That's a huge thing for the Yanks, and who can uh, continue to perform. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, consistently. No, I appreciate the question from Dave. There, that's fun to to be able to do that during the show too um was also just thinking for this from guys on the team right now any thoughts on like who could be the core four of this decade core four yeah dad what do you got i don't know if i come up with four what about that guy uh that lasagna guy you like so much we like lasagna yeah Hopefully, it's, uh, hopefully it's him and Cole. That'd be two great pitchers. And then Torres. In case any, in case anyone doesn't know, Lasagna is Johnny Loizaga. That's great. from uh, if anybody listens to Talking Yanks. That's their uh, they coined that uh, nickname for uh, Jonathan Loizaga. So Lasagna. Say that twice fast. Um, and then uh, Torres and um, you gotta hope it's Sanchez. Yeah. Yeah. So but I still love DJ I, the best. I just think he's a little bit older can. now, right? He's a little bit older, yeah. and he's 30, 31 yeah. maybe. It's hard. I hope he stays with the Yanks, but that's definitely not a guarantee. No, but um, I'm gonna say Torres. I'm gonna say Torres. I mean, this is like this is tough. I mean, because you never know what could happen. But I'm gonna say Torres, Judge, Sanchez. And it's tough. I want to throw a pitcher in there, but I don't yeah. know. I mean, I want to go with Cole, but it could end up being like homegrown the wise ago. I mean, I guess we, well, we technically we traded for him, I think. Like, yeah. From the Pirates or something, maybe. But he's been with the, that was when he was like a kid, basically. So he's been with the organization for quite a while. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So, but I'm going to say Cole. I'm going to say Cole, Torres, Judge, Sanchez. If, Freaking, I mean, Sanchez can be streaky, but I mean, he can do. I mean, he hits like 490 foot home runs out of Fenway Park. You know what I mean? Like, there's not many catchers ever that can do that. He's just got a ton of talent. It's just a matter of if he can stay healthy and consistent. I think behind the plate, people give him a lot of crap for his defense. I think it's gotten a lot better, and he's got a cannon of an arm. So, throws out a lot of people. Right. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I won't go down the Sanchez defense path. Um, just go with my core four. Uh, I think I would hope that this is not like a prediction. It's more of kind of a hope, but I'd love to see their core four be like just guys who are, I think, all homegrown or maybe, I don't know how we acquired them all, but um, I'd love to see it be like Sevy. Monty, Torres, and Judge. Um, just kind of thinking about the guys too. That like Monty. That's a that's an interesting one. Well, he had Andy Pettit in the the original core four. So I was just thinking, okay, lefty, lefty arm, big lefty arm. Played his whole could play his whole career with the Yanks. Um, I almost put Pettit in my top five. Um, yeah, I think he's definitely, we kind of left him out, but he should be an honorable mention for sure. Honorable mention, um, there, but anyway, yeah, if you, if 
feel like if you have a solid mix of pitchers who stick around and a couple great hitters, and then maybe Sanchez for me is kind of on the outside there, maybe Andujar too. Um, but I think we've got great potential for the Yanks this decade. You've got a good mix on the roster of some veteran guys and then a lot of young talent. No, I agree. I agree. So, um, but yeah, I think that's, that's all I've got on this one. Anything else, Dad and Joe? Last piece I got, and then I'll throw it to Dad, but uh, you see the picture of Chapman? Looks like freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Chapman, yeah. Um, it's enormous. I don't know if that was just like the angle of the lighting, but that dude's scary. Yeah, his, his left arm's definitely in like the foreground of that picture. Um, but hopefully it's, more, it's like bigger, it's like bigger than most people's torsos. Oh God. He'll sweat it off. Insane. Um, oh, he will sweat it off. Yeah. I wouldn't want to want to play dominoes against him. Um, yeah, no, I know. Hopefully he's throwing 110 this year. Seriously. But, um, yeah, no, I don't really got anything else. So, I mean, Daddy, you got anything? No, just to say this was uh, awesome. This is fun being part of it. I look forward to this all day. Awesome. And, uh, it was great to be on. Following, yeah, thanks for following uh, Joe Torre. So, hey, second <laughs> to Joe Torre is not bad. That's it. So, uh, all right, well, that about wraps it up. Um, tune in today is April 1st, Wednesday, April 1st. This will be released. Thursday, April 2nd. Um, Two weeks to 21. That's right. For me, that's right. That's right. So um, I think uh, my birthday is on a Wednesday, so we'll be recording an episode (laughs) on Wednesday too. So happy birthday to me. Two weeks from Wednesday would be Wednesday, yeah. Just be prepared, everybody, for the April 16th episode. When you say dates, it makes me nervous. (laughs) I'm not the best guy at remembering dates, but – I don't remember birthdays sometimes well, but um, April 16th. Man, oh, sorry. so April 16th. Sorry. Yeah, you broke my train of thought here. So April 16th episode, <laughs> just be prepared because that night recording on the 15th, probably going to be uh, a little bit, a uh, little bit wasted. So, hi. so, I mean, it'll be entertaining. That's all I got to say. Tune yeah, in. We're singing. Well, happened that night <laughs> i know about that you can't the handle the heat game. though um i'm gonna beat wade boggs's transcontinental yeah. flight <laughs> that's right <laughs> it'll be my quarantine birthday i've had i swear i've had the past three birthdays well in this one coming up my 20th 19th have been the most interesting by far of my life that's for sure so yeah. Oh, that. So remind me, I'll bring up my interesting birthdays pending. We're still in quarantine and weird shit's still going on in the world. It'll just, I'll talk about my last three birthdays because they've all been pretty crazy. So remind me to do this. Remind me to go party. <laughs> um, birthday episode. <laughs> so remind me to, uh, remind me to uh, bring that up in the birthday episode. Okay. Are we doing that on the ninth? The 16th? When are we, when are we doing it? <laughs> All right, Todd. All right, I get it. I get it. Now we're, yeah, so All right, dude. just tune in. Awesome All show. Right. Love you, man.
All right. I'll talk to you. Uh, talk to you guys later. All right. Signing Joe. off. Let's go, Yanks. Peace out. All right. Catch you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. Follow us on Instagram. Let's go underscore Yanks. If you don't, you're square. Peace.